It's time for NRL Supercoach Roundtable Discussion. We go a little bit deeper in our quest for victory. Now, here's your hosts, Holly G, Ryan MS, Peter Hansen, and Andrew Molinor. Yes, it is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast for another week and a big show planned, of course, with State of Origin just around the corner. Teams are going to be announced uh, after this weekend's game. So we're going to do our team predictions, um, which will also help us make some choices for Origin this week. Moving forward, of course, you do get the four trades the following week. Ryan MS with us as always. How are you, Ryan? Good. How are you? Yeah, doing well, doing well. Um, Frantically uh, trying to figure out which players, mainly New South Wales is going to pick. I think they're the ones with the um, the, the more controversy or the selection is still up in the air. And uh, we've also got Andrew Muldock Molinaroli back from his vacation. How are you, Andrew? How was it? Yeah, good, mate. It's good to be back. And I promise you it's not just because it's, not, it's just pure, pure coincidence that uh, I per, uh, picked a perfect round and... <laughs> Manly was twice in a row that I'm back. I swear to God, I wasn't going into hiding. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they signed uh, Nate Miles today too, Manly. So it's things are on the up and up there at Brookvale. Though I, I will say, I did read that uh, Ken Arthurson has suggested maybe it's time for Jeff Tuvey to move on. So the rumblings, at least from coaching-wise, doesn't seem to have stopped just yet. And we shall see. It's a topic for another day. Let's, uh, unfortunately, a shout-out to Pete. He's um, he's down and out at the moment. I think that if you listen to the last couple of shows, you, that when he was on, you would have heard he's dealing with um, a couple of a couple of things there health-wise. And, and shout-out to him. I hope you're feeling better soon, Pete. But um, he's probably going to have a couple of weeks off. But we're going to soldier on without him. And I hope and I know he'll be listening to the show and we'll be thinking of you, Pete. And um, let's go straight into the topics in South Sydney. I just think with their buys and um, they're so well placed, um, not not playing any games over Origin for, for picking up some South Sydney players like the Burgess boys um, and other players that's not that aren't going to play Origin. And, and, and you may have already um, sort of set up your trade, set up sort of your side in such a way, but uh, things going from bad to worse for them. They did win on the weekend, uh, arresting a four-game slide, but Adam Reynolds, uh, he just returned from a knee injury, and now he suffered a thumb injury. I guess, um, Andrew, you're sort of our our resident ex-player. Injuries, you know, you can come back too soon and suffer um, an injury that could be related to coming back too soon, but I guess in this case, it seems like it's more just bad luck. I mean, a thumb injury when, when he had the knee before that. Yeah, I mean, I heard today that he wasn't even supposed to be back until another couple of weeks. So no. apparently, he's a good healer. So that's what I heard today. He's a good healer. So hopefully, it won't be um, won't be too bad for the people who got him. Obviously, he's a solo supercoach. Just get it off the bat. Um, uh, yeah. So I mean, the, the only upside, I guess, will it be is they're, they're going to make the eight, aren't they? The the, the Rabbitohs. So. He'll be fresher towards the end of the season, so mm. again he'd be uh, something to look at. Obviously, he's a, he's a good earner when he's out. He's probably num- close to the number one halfback in Supercoach, so I think uh, he'd be probably looking at to, looking to buy when he, when he's actually uh, 
feeling a bit better and ready to play again. We probably need to see him have a couple of games under his belt. It, it's just such a tough one. He was coming back so quickly, and you almost thought, oh, geez, you know. We, too soon, yeah. Yeah, we'd said, Ryan, we'd said sell, and, um, you know, not expecting him back this soon. And if Arnas did hold on to him, they might have been thinking, you beauty, but a poor result for him, supercoach-wise, on Monday night, and then now coming out of the game, this injury. And and it's not just Adam Reynolds. Um, Isaac Luke um, was was well, he was named in the starting lineup last week, but ended up playing off the bench and only put up twenty super coach points. And now Ryan, he's been named on the bench. He's going to the Warriors next year, so not a lot uh, of reasons for Michael Maguire, the coach, to pick him. Um, he's probably in most teams' um, sides, most super coach teams' sides at the moment. Isaac Luke, but uh, is it panic stations? Yeah, dump him. Panic. Panic. Um, I can't see him unless there is, of course, injuries. Um, I can't see him starting again if he's yeah, if right. he's putting him to the bench. Because I don't, don't necessarily think it's a performance issue. I did hear um, Matt King speaking about him um, on Fox Sports about um, how he wasn't meeting some internal measurements um, that the club put in place. Now, that's a performance thing, not an off-the-field thing. So whatever it is that he's not doing, I guess if he does it, he'll be allegedly you know, reinstated to the starting side. But, yeah, it doesn't really um, bode well for him if he's, if he's being dumped um, to the bench this early in the year. No, and, and again, you, we are hearing it's performance-based. He's got the elbow injury. His elbow was you know, hev- heavily strapped on Monday night. Uh, do you agree, Andrew? That, I mean, that's that's a big call, Ryan. I'm not buying it, mate. If if I mean, Michael McGuire knows he, he if they were to go back to back, he needs to be in their starting squad, and he's an 80 minute player. So I, I just I don't know. What I, I'm not buying it. I, I obviously you, you see coaches get a bit uh, antsy when they uh, their players sign for. Other clubs, and they say it's not, but it has to be. It has to be because he's signed for the Warriors. Because, like I said, he's he's close to the best number nine going around the competition, and he, he's not he's not a, a, a you know a twenty minute player. He's an eighty minute player that that wins your game. So, and yeah, well, when the game was on the line on Monday night, he was back out there, injured, sort of arm and all, but. So that probably says 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 as much as anything, as or says what you're saying, Andrew. It is interesting, but because Cameron McGuinness, you know, he was all but um, signed, sealed, delivered to the Dragons, and now he's signed, you know, renewed his contract with Souths um, after this. As Luke announced that he's um, going to New Zealand next year, so th- th- there could be some loyalty shown now by the coach to McGuinness. Um, he's got to play him next year anyway, so that you know, th- there's a few, there's a few. Interesting parts to this puzzle, interesting pieces to this puzzle that make. Yeah, I heard. A, I, I don't know if you guys have heard. But I heard this rumor that uh, the Souths are clearing clearing the decks because Sam Burgess is on his way back. Oh, so that, that that could be just another thing. But again, dirty rumors. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that would be an interesting one. But that's one we're we're here to follow on Supercoach uh, Pros www.supercoachpros.com or on Twitter at Supercoach Pros, P-R-O-S, will give you all that sort of information. Um, you know, I, I'm an Isaac Luke owner. I, you know, I sort of I spied that from the start of the year that he'd be a good player to have around this time of year. It's, it's perhaps not working out. 
Um, but I, I think you've kind of got to hold on to him at least until round 11's done because it's hard to make that adjustment now. I don't know if I totally agree with Ryan there, but it's a, it's a tough one. It's a work in progress, that's for sure. Uh, let's look at um, the North Queensland Cowboys now. They play in round 11, although they will have... Um, they do have buys later on that um, I think it's rounds 14 and 18. So, so there's one origin game that they'll be out for. But guys like Ethan Lowe, Gavin Cooper, even the, the young guy, Ben Spina, you know, they could be interesting options. Michael Morgan, you know, on fire last week. Ryan, are they a team, you know, with Souths, um, these issues? We're going to talk about Parramatta in, in a moment. Another team, you know, good in buys, but but no real players to choose from. Do you, do you sort of say, well, let's go Cowboys. They'll be available too at the three games. I think they're almost the pick of the bunch at the moment and on current form. I mean, it only takes a week for really for teams to crash. Um, and then, you know, all of a sudden they're struggling. Um, but at the moment, I would say they're probably your best bet. Um, yes, they're going to be missing their best player for a game. Yeah. Um, but they've also got, as you mentioned before, um, guys like Ethan Lowe killing it and Michael Morgan, who's coming into some good form, Lachlan Coote as well. Um yeah, I, I definitely think they're they're pro- probably the best option during the. You got to look at who they're playing too. I think with uh, they're playing the Tigers, aren't they? So without Farrah and Woods playing, uh, Tigers aren't much of a, a good team without them, are they? It's going to be tough for the Tigers for obvious reasons. Um, uh, you know, they got absolutely hammered last week, and that, that was with Farrah and the wood, Woods in the lineup. Um, so, yeah, it's a good point. It's one that we should look at those four matchups for round 11 um, briefly too because that, that will make a difference. And, um, you know, it is, it is in Sydney. That would probably help the Tigers somewhat. Souths play Parramatta. That helps South Sydney's players. Parramatta have been pretty weak uh, in stopping Supercoach points all, all year. The Raiders and the Bulldogs meet. That could go either way with the Bulldogs probably missing some players. We'll talk about our origin teams in a moment that might help guide you for this week's trades. And the Knights and the Broncos game, you know, there's another one where the Knights should be beneficiaries of Broncos players missing there too. So yeah, potentially some some players that you might not regularly think of super coach wise have that opportunity to go a bit larger in round 11. Um, you know, Gavin Cooper's the one for me because Ethan Lowe's had nice upside the whole way around, and I'm tempted to go with him because with Thurston out, Lowe's a goal kicker, and that gives you an extra an extra boost. And he might do a bit more ball playing. He does have that side of his game to it. Cooper, on the other hand, he runs off a lot of Thurston passes. He may have a slight down down tick. Ben Spina is interesting in his first game. He goes to the watch list. Uh, I just think Ben Spina, he really looks the part, a big worker. Um, him and, and Manling's Blake Leary, they look like, in, you know, the two guys to emerge from, from last round. And, and they, you know, certainly Manling's buyers don't sort of help out the moment. They, they sort of keep those players for a bit later down the track. But North Queensland, you could look at some of, some of those guys indeed. And let's talk about Parramatta. Um, Andrew, Chris Sando out. I guess it was only a matter of time. He really hasn't got it together this year. Super coach, he was on our radar as a, as a player that, you know, had a lot of upside, you know, contract year, all the rest of it. 
uh, you know, very much risk ward. He has gone large a couple of times, but overall very disappointing. Yeah, I mean, personally, I think he's uh, from the football perspective, not Supercoach. He's been a bit of a scapegoat here. I think he hasn't been playing too bad. I mean, Parramatta as a whole have been playing shocking. So, I mean, to single him out, yeah, I think it's a bit rich. But um, yeah, I mean, him not goal kicking this year. I think Reese Robinson's taken that over. So. That was a big tick for me, obviously, with the, the super coach, um, uh, with with Chrissy Sandow. And I don't know, maybe with Brad Arthur's style of play, it doesn't really suit you that off-the-cuff kind of thing. It seems that that scored him a lot of points in previous years. So, I don't know. Yeah, obviously, he's, he's not even on the radar anymore, is he? Well, he, in round two, he scored 18. Round three, he scored six. And round... You know, last round he scored 10 supercoach points. Now, supercoach doesn't always relate on, on the field, let's be fair. I think Benji Marshall got a man of the match against the Roosters and put up about 14 supercoach points. So well, that's right. I mean, like those typical, like Darren Lockyer wasn't a great supercoach mm. player, like Kieran Foran. Some people just aren't supercoach players, are they? No, so it doesn't, you know. But Sando also had that ability. I mean, he had 115 in round one and 95 in round four. So he, he has a bit of an he's enigma supercoach-wise. He had 81 just two rounds back, so very hot and cold, and maybe it's oh, inconsistency. Yeah, it's all about consistency with him. It's just it, it, you know, tearing your hair out. Um, I, I guess yeah, now the one that compares is the young halfback for the Tigers, Luke Brooks, who can be very up, up and down too. It's hard to, hard to put in your team, but if you did for a week and, and, you, and you nailed it, you'd be pretty pretty happy. Right, Paramount, have, again, like Souths, great buy weeks, I mean, you, you're just flicking through and going, well, is there anyone out of this? I mean, Danny Wicks is getting more game time. I think Coach Arthur's finally realised that he doesn't have the go forward. He's dropped Jason Paulo. David Gower's also out. Pauli Pauli and Tepo Moroa come back. Although I don't even know if they're going to add too much because they just, you look at most teams in the league, they've got three big guys starting at 13, 10 and 8 and a couple more at least off the bench and if you're the Bulldogs they've got four, you know, three more off the bench so are they just, Parramatta just have the wrong makeup in their team and just not big enough to compete? Um, look I think they're big enough to compete but I just don't think their forwards are doing enough mm. um, like clearly if you're playing in the NRL and you're playing in the forwards then you've got some size about you and you're, you've got some skill about you. Um, but whatever it is at the Eels, their makeup, uh, I'm just not, yeah, 100% sure on why they're not, um, they're not going forward because they just seem to get stuck into a rut and it's just the, the worst one out running from forwards that you can see. Like it's, there's no real purpose to it. It's just like, oh, well, I've got to do another hit up now because that's what my KPI is, or I don't know, whatever they're and, thinking and, is. And they're, they, you know, they've been missing Darcy Lussick, Fair enough, he's a big man. In the, in but the... even the, like uh, Anthony Walmart has been a total flop. You know, like at, at Manly, his his work rate and his intent and just everything about him was was very professional. At, at the Eels, he just I don't know. It's just I don't he's, know if it's a culture yeah. thing or just he's... as soon as he's been there, it's just been. Rubbish. He's, he's forced to play in, in the centre rather than on an edge. Yeah. It looks like he's trying. It's just, and it, they look like they're trying. They've just got no real purpose. I just don't think what Moe has the size to play the role they're trying to make him play. I mean, he's an edge runner, 
but not the middle player. Yeah, he's playing in the middle of the ruck because they don't have players to do that. And um, you know, Tim Manners playing well. I think he's super coach wise could be an option. Danny Wicks, you know, if you got him when he was cheap, you, you're probably quite happy at the moment. He's getting those extra minutes because he's one guy who will take it up the middle. But guys like Manu Mao, who look great, let's face it, especially super coach wise with some, some damaging runs on the left edge, they just don't get involved enough. Um, Maroa, when he was playing early, earlier in the year, admittedly he had the shoulder injury to contend with, but he just didn't get involved. Joseph Paulo just seems to run sideways, and now he's been omitted from the lineup. Um, coming off the bench didn't really provide anything. So, well, that might be the the, the Sandow, you know, the Corey Normans that need to give him a kick up the bum, you know. Yeah. Well, Luke Kelly's in. It'll be interesting to see if he does that. But right now, I mean. Parramatta, maybe semi Rad Raja. It's a great matchup. That's the other thing about this week. They've got the matchup to have some good super coach points, but I, I don't know who, who gets them. Rad Raja, well, the Warriors have leaked points to fast outside backs all year. So maybe Rad Raja can go in and, and you get some decent games. The Eagles don't have a bite around 15. I mean, they're a team you'd like to target, but I just don't know where you, where you can possibly target them at the moment yeah. because they're, they're going to have to show you something. For... Yeah. Yeah, to, to you know, um, justify your love. It is that time, guys. We're going to go into the origin, um, our teams, and that will help us sort of discuss which players you should be keeping and, and which players you, you might look to sell um, heading into this origin period now. And I should just say, this is the um, Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. We normally do it on a Thursday. We're doing it a day early for this week, only just with origin and everything going on. Wanted to get it in early. Um, we also, Ryan and I do a game day, a review show on a Sunday. Uh, most Sundays there, we do that. Um, we, anytime there's basically a full round. We won't be doing it in the bye weeks, the major bye weeks. Besides that, we do that and we just go through each game, um, giving you sort of the, the scores for the week. Um, you can find all this on iTunes or on our website, www.supercoachpros.com. A host of other information there. We've got our Supercoach um, preview. We've got each and every game covered there with the players we think will go well or players that get a bit, um, maybe a bit of a downtick. We've got the upgrades and downgrades. Ryan MS's ones to watch. Um, Pete does his profits. He's, like I say, Daniel in the show, he's sick at the moment, but we'll endeavour to put something online um, this week in his absence. But usually Pete's profits are there for your footy tab or or, or um, pick the winners type players or, or just in your tipping comps at work. And uh, we also do the recaps, of course, each and every week for the for the for the games and and the um, and and the match or the or the match reviews, I should say. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. We tweet out before each and every game any late changes and also any other information through the week that we figure is pertinent to your Supercoach team. And that's uh, at Supercoach Pros. That's Supercoach P R O S. All right, Ryan, I'll start with you. Um, Queensland's team's pretty settled. I'm not sure if you've come up with a Queensland team or not. I've got both, so I'll read them out um, in due course. But if not, at least um, your New South Wales team, I think that, that's the one most up in the air. Yeah, look, I have, I do have them both. Um, but I'll go New South Wales first. Um, just got uh, Dugan at fullback, Tupo and Hopawati on the wings, uh, Michael Jennings and Josh Morris centres. Um, the Haas is where I've you know, veered far left. Um, Austin at five eight, and Maloney at halfback. Um, Woods, Farah, and Fafita as the front row. Um, Cordner, Scott, and either Merrin or Gallen. 
I'm not sure if Paul Gowan's going to be fit. Um, on the bench, Tamau, uh, Jackson, Snowden and Ryan James or Trent Merrin, depending on if Paul Gowan's in. Um, for Queensland, um, we've got uh, Slater, Boyd, Inglis, Hodges, Chambers, uh, Thurston, Cronk, Lilliman, Smith, Miles, Guerrero, Tide Parker, DCE on the bench, Gillette on the bench, McQueen on the bench, and Scott on the bench. Sorry, it was DCE, Scott, Guerra. You've, uh, you've got Scott not starting. Not starting. Wow. Who are your other two bench players? Sorry, Cherry Evans, Scott, and... Uh... Gillette and McQueen. Wow. Um, I'll, I'll just read out my... Um, Queensland side too. I, I, look, I've got Scott starting. The guy I, I left out was Lilliman, but I do agree with you that you they might find a spot for him somewhere. I've gone with the same back line. I think maybe Chambers plays in the centres and Hodges on the wing. Now, there's rumours going out Hodges is week to week with the Broncos, so this is the player that you know, he, he may be on the outer. He didn't get picked for Australia, so if there's one player in that back line, Chambers has already been guaranteed a, a position, so we know that for a fact, and we know that Mamaninga likes Darius Boyd. I think he's quite confident to have him back in the team, even though he only returned from injury last week. So Hodges could be the man admitted, although I'm not quite sure where, where they'd go there on, on the wing. Um, Andrew, I don't know. I, know. I know you've only done the New South Wales team, but I don't know if you have any suggestions if there's anyone else. I mean, Dane Gagai might be the be the one. Gagai, maybe, yeah. I mean, he's been playing really well. He has, yeah. OK for the Newcastle, so... And oh. he's got heaps of talent. And you know what Queenslanders are like? They grow an extra leg when they put that jersey <laughs> on. Um, I had Miles and Scott as my props, so I sort of stuck with Scott there to start. And um, Guerra and Parker there, but Gillette rather than um, Thiday. Thiday off the bench. Uh, Dave Taylor's a guy that you didn't have there. I think he might still get a Guernsey. And I, I went with Josh Papali just ahead of McQueen, but it was tight. So it was pretty close there. Um, I think even Napa might get a look in maybe on a, a bench spot this this year. They, I, I think Dave Taylor, I think he's played his last origin. Right. Because they have talked up both Dylan Napa and Josh Maguire. Yeah. So out of those two, they, they could also find a way in there, um, you know, for sure. Um all right, Andrew, well, you may as well do your New South Wales team and then I'll, and I'll sort of do mine. All right, so I've fullback Dugan in the wings. I've got John, Alex Johnston and, and Toops. Uh, centres, I've got uh, Jennings and Morris. For the halves, I've gone incumbents, Hodcomb Reynolds. I think I think, I think think they'll produce, given the chance. Uh, yeah. Locke, if Gallon's not there, I've got Merrin. Um, second row, Cordner and Hoffman. Front row, Woods, Farrad and Tamau. And on the bench, we've got Fafita, Lewis, Jackson, and Clemmer. Yeah, your team's very similar to mine. I'll read mine out. Yeah. Um, Dugan, fullback, Tupo, and um, on the wing with uh, Johnston. Um, Josh Morris, Michael Jennings. I, 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 the team that I would pick would be the same in the halves, but I've gone with what I think they're going to pick, and that's Mitchell Pierce at 5'8", and Trent Hodkinson yeah. at halfback. Um, Merrin at lock, Cordner and Hoffman back row, Tamar Woods props, um, Robbie Farrah hooker, Lewis Jackson uh, for feeder 
on the bench, but I went with Tarek Sims ahead of David Clemmer, but it was very close. I sort of crossed out Clemmer, rewrote him, then crossed him out again. Well, yeah, I was, like, I was the same with uh, Matt Scott. Was, oh, sorry, Bo Scott, sorry. So. Yeah, and that that's the player. Bo Scott could, could get in there, um, but I don't... I think that if he's in there, it may be ahead of either Lewis or Jackson rather than that other prop position. I think yeah. Sims, Paul Vaughan would be the other one that I think has got a chance of the bench spot. or probably be between Clemmer, Vaughan and, and, and Tarek Sims because they do need, um, I, I think, at least two big guys coming off, off that bench. Particularly well, especially Gallen if Gallon's not playing, that's just yeah. an extra big body in the centre, isn't it? So you just yeah, you need it. That's... Yeah, that's why I really want Jackson in there. I think he's origin origin ready and he's tough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think Jackson definitely. And they've got to bring in. Um, they can't just sort of be too stale with the lineup. There's got to be some new blood. And Jackson's already been picked for the for the Kangaroos and that. So he's an obvious he's an obvious obvious choice. And Alex Johnston would be the other one. I know Ryan, you've gone the other way with uh, William Hopewadi. Yeah. Um, which. Probably you probably not got him in your super coach team anyway, so it's not a, a big deal. But Blake Austin is. He's a guy that, you know, with the Raiders not having a bite around fourteen, he's in good form. I think he was tipped the second best sort of five eighths behind Jonathan Thurston in scoring when we did those numbers a couple of weeks back and he lived up to it last week, um, and has some great matchups coming up. But, um, Andrew, is there any chance, maybe not even, as Ryan said, in the starting lineup? but is there a chance off the bench Austin plays? I really like, I really like him. I, 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 I would have him in the team. I just think he, every time he's got the ball, he just kind of, you know, something's going to happen. He just like I, I just like watching him. So I, I, I chose Lewis only because that's what I think that they're yeah. going to put in. But I'd like to see Blake Austin there. He's, he's just a, a footballer, you know, and, and he loves playing and you can just mm. tell. And I think, I think he'd, he'd, he'd suit the game pretty pretty well. I had him in ahead of Lewis and I only changed it. You know, there was, there was some mail, I think Paul Kent said in, on NRL 360 that they're definitely going to pick Paul, four forwards on the bench. And, um, you know, I, Paul Kent's not usually wrong, particularly um, with, with those connections, Laurie Daly connections. Um, but super coach wise, if you had the option this week, Austin's on on the table. You're going to pick him up. You know the the break evens there. You know he's going to go up in price after his huge game last week. Do you do it, or or do you think, oh, I don't, I, I need to bring someone in that's that's going to be available round eleven, and it's just too much of a risk? Or do you think, even though all three of us want him in the lineup for Origin, um, that the selectors, New South Wales selectors, and then Coach Laurie Daly are going to go in another direction? I think they're going to go in another direction. If, if I'm honest, I, um, I mean, it's almost tempting to to get him out, get him into the team just for future, you know, because he's yeah. he's a good player and he's scoring points. So I don't know it's worth a think about. I mean, it depends on who you got at the moment. I've got JT in there at the moment, so it's who do I take him out to put JT in? Oh, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, you're holding on to, to Thurston, yeah. um, even though he's going to miss four weeks, and that's if he doesn't suffer any sort of injuries out of origin or anything that's like correct, that. That's correct, yeah. So he, he's going to miss a bit. But Austin, with Raiders of buys in rounds 14 and 17, so even if he's not picked for origin, he only really gains you that one extra game in the one in the three rounds. It's 11, 14, and 17, where you're really scrambling to get enough players to sort of fill, fill your lineup. 
and that's where you're kind of looking for those guys. We also mentioned Dane Gagai because the Knights, much like the Raiders, they don't have their buyers to 14 and 17, so he could be another one. Good matchups coming up. Back to fullback, um, it seems now, which is a bit of a strange one. Ryan, you and I talked about that already on the review podcast we did on the weekend, but... Um, you know, it could be a guy that, that you look at. But uh, is this mail about Justin Hodges? Do, do you now say, well, I can't pick up Dane Gagai because he's probably going to get picked um, for Queensland? Do you think that's possible? Or, or, or Mamaninga just loyalty is key and Hodges is definitely in? Well, I I can't imagine Hodges not being in the side because mm. um, he, he played last week um, in that game against the Panthers. Um and they were giving. They were talking that they were going to give our boy. If Boyd got through one game, they were going to put him in the team. So I don't see why it's one rule for one and not for the others. Um, Gagai's uh, been playing well, but I don't think he's been playing to you know a level that's going to displace a, a guy who's been part of you know the record eight eight wins. Um, Andrew, David Clemmer's another one of those ones with the Bulldogs having their buys uh, rounds 12 and 17. He's probably a guy that, that you might have had targeted. Um, suddenly he's an origin contender. Maybe not suddenly. He's, you know, he was probably always on the fringe. He hasn't even been named in the starting 17 for the Dogs uh, this week, which is another concern. Well, that's, yeah, that's another concern, owner. isn't it? Yeah. But uh, round 11, you mightn't... You know, you might have held on to him in that three-week suspension, hoping that I'll have him for rounds, you know, eleven and fourteen, to help me in those critical rounds. And now you're thinking he, he may not, he may not even be there. Is that is that another player that you're sort of thinking maybe I've I've, I've got to look at letting him go, or you know, especially if he, what if he doesn't um, play? He's, he's the Friday night game, so we'll know before you have to finalise your super coach team before you know you could trade in trade in and reverse the trades however you're going to do it because we'll know um, especially if you follow us on twitter you'll get the tweet to say whether he's in or not at supercoach pros but is that is it enough to say oh, i held on to him for three weeks but now oh, i'm gonna have to to let him go there's too much uncertainty there well what's his break even his break even is minus nine mm, it's a so, great break even He's had two so, good games in a row, either side of the suspension. Exactly. So, I mean, for me, he's still, a, he's still, a, he's still you know, you've got, you got to keep him in for a little while. Um, I don't know if he's a definite walk-up for Origin. That's the thing. That's, that's the gamble that, that you're going to mm. have to go through, isn't it? So who, who's he playing next? Uh, he's got the Roosters. So, again, a big game for him to, to try and... And, and score some points against, and and then you can have a good look at him, how how he goes against a good outfit. It's a, a, again, it's a tricky one, isn't it? it you, with the break even, I think you know you, you you're bound to put him on your bench. Probably you're not yeah. playing him unless you get that last minute. Oh, yep, he's named, but the Roos is a tough matchup. But you know you you're bound not to sell him purely to get the the money back. I That's think the um, That's right. But yeah, you could be. You might have to hold. I mean. He's got to sit in round twelve. The dogs have a buy round twelve. He might have to sit round eleven if he if he gets picked for Origin. And, and at best, he's probably coming off the bench this round, so he might not even get a big score for you. But um, 
such as lo- the super coach. They don't make it easy. If if, if they did, I, you know, it wouldn't be probably half the fun. So that, that's what we're here for. We're trying to give you that information, and you know, we're trying to look at those guys that may or may not be pick- looking. You know, trying to forecast ahead. Um, out of the the teams that you know that we've named. Probably covered. Paul Vaughan might be the other one. There might be some Paul Vaughan owners, but he's probably on the out, outer for getting picked. Um, a lot of these other guys, um, you know, Mitchell Pierce, you might own, and James Maloney, but the Roosters have a buy in round 11, so perhaps it's not as critical to know where, if they get picked for origin or not at this point. Um, some guys that we know are going to get picked, but we also know that, you know, you might need to get rid of. I guess there's two in particular, or three, two from the Tigers, Robbie Farrow and Aaron Woods, Ryan, um, and one from South, it's Greg Inglis. Are they guys now, you're just saying, it, I've, I've got to get them out of my lineup sooner rather than later, or is there some sort of strategy to hold on for as long as possible? I, I think, I don't know, if you have, um, well, let, let's say you have two out of those three, mm. um, there's... One school of thought, which is okay. Well, you just dump them both. Um, if you if you got them right at the start of the season, they're more than likely going to make you a bit of cash, perhaps um, nothing astronomical. And then you, you know you move on and you move on to to your next two buyers. Um, the other one is that you pick the guy who you think will score more. You know, all up in the end of, at the end of the year, um, and you, you keep him and you just cop your losses. Um, and you sell the other guy, the only way that's going to work is if you've got to have a good backup plan and yeah. you've got to have um, – and you probably had to be planning for it maybe from a couple of weeks ago to have that um, guy in your team that's going to do not the same job, obviously, but relatively similar points, um, you know, so you're not going to miss it too much when the – and when the um, – Guy that you kept comes back. You may have you may have that option where you can um, sell that lesser guy or keep them both if they're scoring points. It's just, yeah, it all comes down to what's coming up, who they're playing, and of course the buys. If at this point um, you know you probably made a bit of money on some cheapies, you're probably starting to look at you know okay, not yet, but in a few more weeks, you know pushing out some of those cheapies, getting some bigger name players. You may be able to carry, for example, two fullbacks. You may already be doing it, two hookers. Um, big name ones and, and have the have the money in your salary cap to do so. So I guess, Andrew, that's one question. If you can do that, do you just hold on? Or or, or alternatively, you know, looking at other options, let's take Greg Inglis. It, it isn't a good matchup for him this week against the Storm. Um, he's predicted to, to be below par, probably probably lucky to hit 50. Look, he's a class player and it's a big game for him. He's been a bit down on, on form. So potentially, is, and he's against his former club. So the predictor, you know, it doesn't take those things into account. So we've got to take it with a grain of salt. But, um, you know, then he's out for two, for, for the for the next week and he'll be out sort of rounds 15 and 18 as well because that's when the Rabbitohs have their bye. So... Is it time for Inglis to go, or do you say, well, no, I'll, I'll hold him through at least until sort of round 14 when the second Origin game's on? 
Well, personally, I've got him, so this is a really good question. <laughs> uh, I'm still racking my brain. Uh, uh, no, what I'm going to do personally, I'm going to hold him for now. Um, I just want to hold on to trades. And so, obviously, I think he's going to have a decent game against the Storm. Um, and then I'm just going to have to tough it out for the next couple of weeks. Cause I've, got, I've, got, uh, I've got William Zillman as well as my other fullback, so I can just sub him in. Obviously, he's not the same calibre as as Greg Inglis and, and not as consistent. But for me, I can afford to hold him during the, uh, the origin p- period. Obviously, if something goes wrong injury-wise, he's gone. But um, for now, for me, he's hold. Well, it leads us into, and, and you know, any time you want to ask us questions, not just for this show, but any time, um, Supercoach-wise, feel free on Twitter at SuperCoachPros. Um, we've had a few questions over the last few weeks. I know Dale, um, the Ninja, has asked about five-eighths with our predictor system, looking at the matchups, etc. He wanted to sort of forecast ahead to rounds 13. We read that out in previous shows. You can either find it on iTunes or at our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Um, just click on the podcast link there to go through what we said for five eights. I know Blake Austin was right up there, so was Milford and Michael Morgan, and they've all done well so far, so early days yet. Let's look at rounds 10 to 13 for fullbacks. So Greg Inglis, despite missing round 11, still rates uh, eighth overall. So, you know, he'll, he has to be on your bench for one of those weeks. That's not a bad result. When you look at guys like Anthony Milford, who leads the way, will play all four games. Michael Morgan should play all four. We don't expect him to be picked for origin. Um, they're predicted to do the best. Then there's a gap to James Tedesco. Tedesco's a buy in round 12, which costs him. He doesn't have the best matchups in the next two weeks, um, but has a better one in round 13. And surprisingly somewhat, uh, Ryan, but we, we've talked about him before in, in conjunction with Morgan, but Lachlan Coote is fourth best. Um, fullback for the Cowboys, and he's not predicted to do so well this week, but more what he can do after um, yeah. round 10. Yeah, um, look, I'm a big fan of Coot uh, for Supercoach um, in the fact that he's really playing as that, um, either as that um, fullback that slides in, um, you know, into the back line wherever, or he's ball-playing as well um, every now and then, uh, which is taking the pressure off Morgan and JT, obviously, um, and we've seen how well those guys are going. Um, So, uh, yeah, I think he's a big... He has a big upside, and, uh, yes, you know, as you said, his matchups aren't great coming up, but I think that uh, he'll overachieve for this origin period. He's he's more of a ball-player than Morgan, even though... Coote's wearing one and, and defending at the back and Morgan's wearing six and defending in the line. When when they get in attack, Morgan's still playing that raving fullback role that he did last year and Coote's more of that second playmaker on when Thurston doesn't dominate. Yeah, he's a good runner of the ball, the old Morgan. Isn't yeah, he? so it, it's a good point. When Thurston misses that game in round 11, Coote may end up being a bigger recipient than Morgan. But it remains to be seen because, as you say, Andrew, Morgan's such a good runner of the football, he can create something out of nothing. And that can up his super coach points. A try like the one he scored on Saturday night is just going to help him go through the roof because it'll be a big line break, you know, tackle bustle, the rest of it. We'll expect uh, Robert Louis to come back into the squad to fill for Thurston as well. While 
be interesting because Louis or Ray Thompson are going to be options, and Thompson's yeah. filled in at, at hooker. He's been named this week on the bench to fill in, maybe ahead of Cost Jason. So that will be an interesting, interesting selection this week. Might give us the sort of answer to what's going to happen <laughs> the following week. So the other other guys there, Matthew Moylan does miss round eleven, but um, still has some good matchups there. And then you you're looking at Kurt Gidley and um, Josh Dugan who misses misses a match. Um, so it it does drop right back. Um, I think after you go off those first few, so you can see there if you're looking for alternatives to Greg Inglis, yeah, there's not a lot there. So don't, so so the reasons to hold on to Inglis probably outweigh the others. And we'll look. We'll talk more once those teams are announced next week. Uh, we've reached the end of this show, but uh, next week we can go through some of those other players once the teams have been announced that um, you can definitely hold at the moment. But maybe by next week, with those extra trades available, that you can uh, move on for. But of course, this is the Supercoach Professionals podcast. Ryan, thanks so much. Uh, we'll talk to you Sunday for the review show. No worries. Andrew, great to have you back, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, of course. Good to be back. And that is the end of the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. Find all the podcasts either on the iTunes or on our website, www.supercoachpros.com.